Hello, this is Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 147. The time is 8 minutes past 3 in the afternoon, and I'm recording this on Thursday the 4th of August 2016. First of all, I've cranked up the gain levels on my mixer, so hopefully the sound will be better than usual, or better than it has been over the last, I don't know, year? I swear, I don't know what's happened with my mixer. I don't know if it's a bedding-in process, which seems to make no sense. Maybe I just don't know enough about electronics. It's weird. But now... When I crank up the gain to maximum, as long as my levels are around 3 o'clock, I still get a nice, flat, noiseless response. Which is weird, because I swear that putting the gain up that far gave me lots of jagged lines on the waveform of my recording. Which all sounds like gobbledygook, but hopefully this is good news, (laughs) and I will sound... Better, or you'll hear more of me and less of the background noise, which I'm sure there is some of because I can hear the traffic in the background, in the distant background anyway. Anyway, blah de blah de blah, let's talk about something else. News. Oh, there's lots of things to talk about, but I'm going to cut it down to the barest minimum so we can get on with the main part of the show, which is about writing. I went to a cider and pie festival. The cider was okay, but the pies, the pies were the size of postage stamps. Okay, I'm exaggerating slightly. They were maybe a little bigger than that, but not much bigger. So that wasn't great. Band names, next. Yeah, I settled on a name for the band, much to... The, I believe, consternation of the rest of the band. And I am starting to wonder how long before this becomes a one-man band. Democracy? That's for governments. Okay, and onto the writing, I suppose. Although it feels like I've forgotten something. Oh, no, wait a minute. Got a few things from my Twitter feed that I wanted to mention as news. So bear with me while I look up my Twitter feed just to remember what I was doing for the whole week. You see, there is a use for social media. It's to remind me of things to talk about in the podcast. So let's go back a bit, back, back, back in time. Okay, lots of blah about me doing a podcast yesterday, which of course didn't happen because I had a slight case of the sniffles and I was really tired. And it also has something to do with the writing, that I have a lot of work to do. So that was why there was a delay in the podcast. I have installed Windows 10 Anniversary Update without too much trauma. Now, I was going to mention this in the next show, but you know what? I'll do it right now, because there isn't much to say. It took me about four hours to do this, and this is doing it early, because I believe that the official release is on the 8th, when it will appear on everyone's PC as an update, if you have Windows 10. 
and then you can do it the official way. But I did it early just because I'm a geek and I wanted to see what would go bang. And nothing did. That's the good news. The bad or not so brilliant news is I don't really see that much difference. It doesn't look like a vast improvement. There is a little thing in there in Personalize where you can make some of the windows that are to do with the Windows operating system itself dark, or in my case black, maybe it's something to do with the theme. And the only other thing I can think of is when you do install the update, it gives you an option of either customizing your settings or express settings. My advice is to go to customize because what happens is it will try and turn on all that telemetry that you originally turned off. So if you don't want your stuff going to Microsoft, when you get to that screen that says customize or express setup, don't pick express setup, pick customize, turn everything off or most of everything off you might want to leave one or two things on if you use Cortana but that's a bit annoying and overall it didn't seem like a huge change although I'm sure that's lots of code stuff under the cover that developers might understand but I really didn't find it much of a change so that's one thing that happened okay got a my phone's gone into sleep mode again, I'm sorry. Okay, so that was Windows 10 and my suit of the pants update, which did work and did leave my computer working. Otherwise, I wouldn't be recording this show right now. I also found out that Wolverine's name, this is because I spend way too much time on Google, is... And I know his name is Logan, but his official name, I'm assuming on his birth certificate, or if there is one, is James Howlett. Didn't know that, though I seem to remember something in one of the films when Sabretooth calls him Jimmy, so maybe that's something to do with it. I did know that he died two years ago. I remember reading his final seen in a bookshop. I didn't buy the comic, I'm sorry, I just read it. I'm a very fast reader. I'm the bane of most bookshops. I can whiz for a graphic novel in about 10 minutes. So I did know he died, but I didn't know that there's a clone of Wolverine, and her name is Laura Kinney, and she's the new Wolverine, and she has claws. Didn't know that. Okay... Still going through my Twitter feed. Oh yeah, and just this morning, I found, for a number of reasons, mainly to do with the next podcast that you're going to hear on Sunday, another fact, tangential fact anyway, or factoid, that one of my favourite books... Ian M. Banks's use of weapons was declared the best sci-fi film never made 
in a poll on theregister.co.uk. And that was back in 2011, and you would have thought I'd be all over that, but I've only got so many medusoid eyes on stalks to keep up with all this geek stuff. So that is a slightly extended bit of the news that I wasn't expected to do, but I have. So let's get on with the writing part of the show. And okay, finally, 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 I have queried some literary agents. According to the websites of most literary agents, and again, this is a bit of an aside, there is usually a hyperlink called Submit to Us, or Submissions, or How Do I Submit My Work to You? So in the subject line of my submission emails, I called it a submission, but what I was really doing, and thanks a lot for making this really clear, is querying agents, because a submission is really sending the whole thing, the whole novel, complete and finalised to a publisher or an agent. Whereas a query is a cover letter, synopsis, the first three chapters, a bit of self-publicising to see if that agent or publisher is interested in your submission. So I've now changed that to a query on the subject line of the next batch of 20 or so emails I send when I get a response back from the current 20 who I'm waiting for an answer about my work. Anyway, yeah, so 20 of them. It has taken me so, so long to do this. What with query letters, synopsis, proofreading, and I am exhausted. I'm also re-proofreading my manuscript for that final, final polish to make absolutely sure that there are the barest minimum of errors. Of course, the goal is to have no errors, and good luck with that because I'm a pretty careful writer, and I make mistakes. And not only that, I've done copy editing before, so I've read other people's work with a red pen, and it is easier checking someone else's work, it is not so easy checking your own. Not because you're going to be lazy, but mainly because there's a weird kind of blindness that happens when you check your own work. I'm trying to make sure that my self-proofreading skills are getting better, but there are things that will inevitably creep through. But I just hope that they won't be big clangers, because I have noticed a few. Now, I said last week I have a friend helping me to proofread. That friend is my mum. Hello, (laughs) mum! Thanks for going above and beyond the call of duty. You don't have to do this. But apparently, if I make a million pounds, <coughs> unlikely, I'd need to buy mum a Ferrari and a chauffeur to go with it. Okay. Oh, and another little aside. More to do with... Well, I'll just say this. 
and you tell me what you think. I might have mentioned this before, but in researching the literary agents, I'm finding that most of them are white. Gender-wise, things seem equal, or even biased towards females in the middle rung of these literary agencies, but at the top it seems to be white male. Or at least I'm guessing so from the photos and names that tend to be on these websites. I don't know what this means, but I just thought I'd mention it, because it is very, very noticeable. Will it make a difference to how I'm querying agents? Of course it won't. There just aren't that many agents. I will query anyone who looks like they can well represent my work. By the way, another tangent. That's the thing about doing your show notes over the course of the week. You get completely out-of-sequence bits of info that you want to pass on, and then you have to say it on air, and it all sounds a bit weird. But just a little another tangential aside. Wait a minute, that means the same thing. That phrase is redundant. Forget it. You see, too much copy editing. Anyway, about this podcast. If you are a writer or future writer, maybe you should listen to this. Yes, the quality and delivery is not always top-notch, but when have you ever heard a writer talk about every step of the process, from writing to, hopefully, publication? No, of course you haven't. And the reason for that is because the process is so fraught and so liable to total failure that no writer in their right mind see what I did there, that little pun thing, and anyway, forget that, would ever, ever talk about this, especially not in a podcast. Now, I know there are other writing podcasts out there, and I'm not trying to step on your toes, but I am trying to give a warts and all view of trying to get your thing published, whatever it is, but generally to do with writing. It's a bit like that nerd dating episode I have been promising you for ages and ages, and it is coming, but before it does, I need a couple of nerds on the show who are brave enough to fess up to the process. <laughs> okay. And back to writing again. One last writing tip of the day. I've probably mentioned this before, but I'm finding it increasingly important, is when you're writing, take a break. Really get up and walk around every 20 minutes to half an hour. I absolutely guarantee that you will not want to do this. But you must, unless you want, and no one ever mentions this either. Hemorrhoids, a bad back, and, if you believe the latest scientific evidence, premature death. Wow, how's that for a tabloid heading? Okay. Oh, and one last thing I wanted to ask. I'm just throwing it out there. 
If anyone out there knows what the collective noun for a group of literary agents is, please let me know. Not sure how that's going to go. Okay. Now, I've talked about Windows at the top of the show, which I should have done in the technology section, but I didn't think I'd be talking about it today. So now that the writing section is over and done with, let's talk about the one thing that I did put in the show notes. Verification on Twitter. I tried to get my account verified, because apparently now anyone can. And guess what happened? Despite being all over the sodding internet and being on nearly every social network, while I can't (laughs) accuse myself of actually being popular, I am easily verifiable. I'm possibly one of the least anonymous people on the web, apart from those terrible YouTubers. They're even more, or less, anonymous than I am. And guess what? I couldn't do it. Twitter was not having it. They were saying that my account couldn't be verified, which just makes a mockery about the whole process. Because, as we always knew, Twitter is just sucking up to celebs to crank up the popularity of Twitter, which is flagging as a business model. That little blue tick really isn't about verifying identity, it is about prestige. And I'm not at all bitter about this. Of course I am. (laughs) Okay, and that is it for the podcast. 18 and a bit minutes, and we're nearly done. Oh, and next time, on Sunday, actually... We are going to talk about a whole lot of sci-fi TV shows. Hope you can listen then. Okay, this was Roy's Rocket Radio, episode 147, recorded on Thursday, the 4th of August, 2016, and the time at the end of the show is 3.31 in the afternoon. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Bye.